This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Back! And I mean back for another edition of Six Rings and Football Things. I'm Andy Hart. You may not have heard my voice for a while. I had not heard the voices. You will hear next to me, Chris Scheim and Nick Fitzy-Stevens. I had a couple weeks of absolute glory going nowhere and just drinking Miller Lite, riding a boat, eating stuffed cohogs and chowder, sitting by the fire, watching fireworks. I mean, the most stressful thing I did in the past 15 days, well, the two things, driving two lacrosse tournaments to begin and end the two weeks and put on sunscreen. Other than that, it was an absolute fun fest. But I am more than happy to come back and join this fun fest. I was going to say, this absolute (laughs) humble brag tour, like I can just hear the sound of people unsubscribing as you continue to (laughs) boast about your time off. Actually, you know what the most stressful... Meanwhile, the rest of us, I'll tell you what the most stressful part was, me and Shime keeping this big bad boy that has been recently rebranded afloat during your sojourn, if not flat out sabbatical, while you were... (laughs) Fatifying yourself. We did a great job. Damn right. Four solid pods, including last week's. I'll take uh, your word. Chat, chat about Matt Light, uh, chat with Matt Light and the offensive line where the positional breakdowns continued, leaving us with just two final positional breakdown pods here on the At Six Rings pod, Andy. Uh, the next episode will have linebackers, but today I think we're going to break down the position we've actually talked about the most with actually without actually officially talking about right. it. Yes, the uh, and arguably, and we can get into this, maybe the biggest question mark on the roster, the cornerback position. Yeah, I don't think that's arguable. Where within a year or so, they've gone from potentially one of the top handful of cornerback tandems in the National Football League, a defensive player of the year, and Stephon Gilmore, first cornerback in a quarter century to win that award, and a rising star in J.C. Jackson, are gone. They are now known as the competition in the AFC with Gilmore landing in Indy and J.C. Jackson getting his bag out with the Chargers Mm -hmm. where he uh, is going to live the good life playing behind a good pass rush with a great offense in L.A. And in front of Derwin James. I mean, I don't know how life could get much better. Kenneth Murray, Asante Samuel Jr. Like, don't sleep on do not sleep on the Los Diego Chargers overall, let alone 
as a defense in what Shime and I branded whilst you were gone. A lot of branding. Uh, living like the bloated corpse of Andy Hart. Uh, the must-watch channel. We need the. We decided that the Red Zone channel, Andy, needs an AFC West only spinoff where you just get AFC West highlights all the time because that conference, or rather that division, is going to go hard. This yeah, I, I love that team. I love everything about that team except for the fact that everyone loves that team. And to me, that scares me. The coach and everyone loving that team makes me think might be a little The coach right. is a fourth down going for it boob at times and a bit of a seemingly pseudo-intellect boob. Uh, and the quarterback needs to prove that he can get to the postseason. You know, the, yeah. the time for young year. and good is gone. Now he needs to get in the postseason and make some noise. Uh, but we're not talking about the Chargers. We're talking about the New England Patriots. We're not talking about a team that's loaded with talent. Sorry. Instead, we're talking about the New England Patriots cornerback position where your returning starter is a guy that I don't think anyone really wanted to start a year ago in Jalen Mills. He's got the green hair. He's a very nice, likable, versatile defensive back. Seems like a great The guy. green goblin who, by the way, uh, everyone went nuts. And by everyone going nuts, I mean we were so desperate for content. People were literally blogging about a seven-second video of Jalen Mills running on a treadmill with Jamar Chase and Leonard Fournette while you were vacationing. Woo. I'd like to yeah. have Jamar Chase. Anyway, uh, but Jalen Mills is your stability, I guess I'd say, at the position. He you're, is healthy, he is returning, he started, yes. and then everything else, everything else is kind of question marks. And Jonathan Jones is coming off an injury. I think people have a lot of faith in him. I know Brian, uh, Steve Belichick has called him one of the most underrated players in the NFL. Steve Belichick also getting some time off of late, as I noticed through uh, Patrick Chung's Instagram account. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I saw from Jenny B's IG that they were getting a little yeah. tuck it in before yep. they come back Ooh, and tuck it to the rest of the league. See what right. I did there, bro? Oh, boy. That's right. a little too far. <laughs> Positivity no, is already I've, Andy, overwhelming. Bad, bad news for you, good news for the pod, or maybe it's the opposite. I have gone full Pats positive in your absence. See, you taking the kryptonite of negativity away for just a little while allowed me to flourish or blossom back into the Foxborough fanboy that you I mean am objectivity, You mean truth and honesty? Shh, shh, shh. You mean actually looking at things as they are and not I've through those I've experienced a lot of none of glasses. <laughs> so let's just talk about it. The other starting cornerback, Jonathan Jones in the slot, he's healthy. I think we're going to assume he's going to be okay, holding it down. Malcolm Butler, old friend, old foe, Super Bowl hero, Super Bowl controversy, comes out of retirement, 32 years old. He looks good in a shirt right now. He's pretty ripped. And I will say, in the spring, when I was down there, he looked pretty competitive. He did not look like a – the famous example I would give you is when John Lynch arrived. John Lynch oh, arrived boy. in the New England defensive backfield, and I said, this guy's toast. This, yeah. Like, you just he saw – he basically had a, the football version of taking the field with a walker. Oh, like, Jesus. there was nothing Oh, left. my goodness <laughs> gracious. He did. And, um, taking shots at the Hall of Famer. I was going to say, was. shots fired at a Hall of Famer and an excellent see, general again, manager. Why can't we just call it what it is? If no, I see I a guy sucking on the field, I'm going to say the guy sucked, not that he sucked before that. I, I'm just giving you shit. Like, relax. Come on. I'm coming Holy back. Fire smokes. Up. Anyway, Malcolm Butler's back. and uh, Saw this coming a mile away. I guess you have to <laughs> pencil him in as the other starting cornerback. He <sighs> took time off for personal reasons, get his life in order, that whole thing. Now, I will also say the fact that he's 32 is another check mark against him. Oh, absolutely. Cornerback but with a position, year off, though, Andy, but, but like in bed, the best shape that he's been in with a year off, like a little like taken. I'm not saying the tread goes back on the tires, but mm, wouldn't that play in his favor? We'll no. see. We will see because a year off is a year off. And I will also say looking like you're in good shape and being in football competitive shape, being able to cover. 
I don't know. I'm going to throw a name out there. Tyreek Hill in the division. <laughs> right? Mm. Like, there's a difference between running in your cul-de-sac uh, so I can Diggs. see it. Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Davis. Garrett uh, Wilson. Elijah Moore. Yeah, endless receivers that he's yeah. going to have to deal with on some level is, is a concern. And then the guy that everybody's getting all jazzed up about, I would say the most excitement at the cornerback position, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, is Jack Jones, based solely on... Shorts and T-shirts, spring work. He looked competitive. Ooh, this guy can play. Well, that and the unknown of it, right? Is It's like yes. you've never actually seen him in an NFL game. Right. He's a rookie. Oh, there's so much potential he here. He went to looks... USC. At one point, he was one of the best prospects in the country. He's got all the physical traits. Yeah, yeah so and you, you read last year like he's one of the top-graded PFF cornerbacks in college football, uh, One of the, maybe the best in the Pac-12 last year. And you were the one who came in, Andy, uh, I conference formerly known as the Pac-12. Yeah, real, real conference real formerly known, now known as the Pac-4 or the Pac-6 or yeah, six-pack. Soon to be they the should, Pac-9. Honestly, why not just keep it the six-pack? And then everyone would be like, that's the coolest division name I've ever heard. Sponsored but, by exactly. <laughs> Hopefully Light. who sponsors us, Miller Lite. But like you, you even mentioned that you, Tom Curran, many other people, I wrote about it on EEI.com, that there was like this buzz building about the fact that Jack Jones looked like Let's not go. Let's not put the cart before the proverbial corner horse and say that here's your J.C. Jackson, val, you know, deep value replacement. But that this kid is tough. That this kid has some compete and looks looks the part of like a competent outside corner. Now he's undersized. He's skinny. Yep. He talked about it. They've already talked about adding weight. Now he threw out the I'm a sucker for this line every time one of these little guys says it. You know, I, I may not be big, but I try to play big. Sucker for that. Love that. Yeah, of course you do. Love it. Hardo comment. Now, right up your alley. Yeah. Now, if it doesn't work out, I'll mock it later. It's just what I do. Um, but I do think a little too much expectation is being put on him right now. Mm-hmm. Next in line t- for me in terms of expectation should be, not saying is, but should be Sean Wade. The guy they traded for a year mm. ago, didn't play at all, had the head injury, like never turned into anything, was traded by the Ravens, a pretty good organization, right out the gates. So they lost interest in him for whatever reason. A guy that once upon a time was supposed to be a first-round prospect as a maybe elite, quote-unquote, slot corner. This whole Sean Wade thing I find confounding. I, I well, I think that's the case with a lot of the, just the Patriot cornerback position in general is just a bunch of question marks. Yes. Whether it's due to age or they didn't play last year or being rookies or having not played and just been in the league, everything, it seems to me, is just like a massive question mark. And then you have Terrence Mitchell is the one known commodity, and he's like your third corner. Journeyman. He's like a right. journeyman. Like, he'll be solid. Like but if you pair him up against Tyreek Hill, low get ceiling toasted. kind of guy. Yes. Yeah. About so, the Sean Wade thing, it's funny because I I wondered last year when he had his tires pumped. I, I thought he would have been a good like late value pick for the Patriots when I was doing the Armchair GM series for WEI. Maybe like a late uh, sixth five six round flyer. Obviously, his stock fell tremendously after he played a little bit banged up and he got cooked in the national championship. Then his tires get pumped in training camp for the Ravens. But if he looks so good and this could be such a value pick, why were they willing to move on from him for just a fifth round pick? And apparently he's great in the slot, which which the Patriots seem to just have in a, you could argue every single cornerback they have as a slot cornerback. There's no big outside guy. And he gets put on the outside in college and he gets roasted. Maybe he was playing a little dinged up. Where would the Patriots use him if he get if he sees any time this year, Andy? Well, uh, based on the Springfield, not Rick, the actual spring 
practice field. They uh, they were trying him on the outside at times. It didn't go well. He got toasted. He might have been on the bad end of one of the Trey Nixon bombs, the less competitive of the bombs he caught, the many. Um, and you're right. It, they do have a little bit of a, an abundance, I guess, of slot corners, and that is sort of his scouting report. But somebody's going to have to play on the outside other than just Jalen Mills and Malcolm Butler. Nice. Like, we know – there's virtually no chance you just pin those guys out there and you're done for the year. Nope, these are our guys. They're fine. Ooh. So it's Jonathan Jones. Is mm-hmm. it Sean Wade? You know, can Jones get by with his experience? And I know a lot of people are going to say, well, yeah, they're just going to play zone. Okay, that's not the be-all, end-all. You still have to freaking cover even when you're yeah, playing zone. It's like, Just because he's sitting in a zone doesn't make him good either. No. And, and like, ho- zones, I don't know if people recognize this, but Tom Brady made a living of dicing up zones every yes. time he tried to play one against him. Like, because you still have to I actually think zone is harder, personally. Yeah, absolutely it is, because it's easier for the quarterback. There's, like, there's, as Ty Law, he just wanted to man up with a guy and go with him. Yeah, there's designed mm-hmm. windows in zone coverage. Yeah. Yes. Like if you and if you find those, then there's literally you can cover as good as possible, and you're not going to be able to cover and you're the window. Being baited. I mean, yes. generally, like I can remember, thirty years ago at the Division three level, it was something comes in, something comes out. Like you got to have a head on a swivel. You got to pick up what they're trying to do to you, not just cover. Or I'd you're much rather two just crossers say, coming right at you at the middle linebacker right. position, and you got to decide, okay, do I cover the top or the bottom one? And then the quarterback's just going to so hit the other one. That whole right, so idea now, that the Fitzies of the yep. world, well, it'll just mm-hmm. play zone and everything will be That's fine. It's not going to work. No, no, no. Don't. don't hey, listen, you, don't, don't throw that smoke my way without it being well warranted. Right, Let Mr. me ask Positivity. a question from, from the back of the Foxborough Fanboy Gallery. Yep. Do we believe the Patriots potentially, if not almost certainly, making their way to more zone coverage this year, cover two, cover three, what have you, cover, we'll call it whatever you want. Is this to keep up with the flourishing, uh, you know, of pass-heavy, crosser-route offenses that you're seeing from Buffalo, from Miami, from all over the conference? Is it because they trust the safeties more? Is it because they're desperate at cornerback or most likely a combo of all? Well, three? it's weird because so the evolution of the rest of the NFL, when you look yep. outside of New England, the rest of the NFL has adopted a lot more of those too high, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's the too high safety because that's how you stop the explosive plays. It's how you stop Jamar Chase from getting a 60-yard touchdown every game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a lot of too high, but then... There's some people want to play zone underneath. A lot of people, some people want to play man underneath. It it kind of depends how you want to do it. Most of the time, it's it's that deep zone where it's like, all right, check down all you want, and we're just going to rally up and tackle you. It's kind of what the Eagles have lived on. That's what Brandon Staley wants to do with the Chargers. It's what Vic Fangio has more or less mastered compared to everybody else. Um, So if the Patriots are going for that, great. But at the same time, like you have to have guys that can rally up and tackle a. And B, again, as Andy pointed out, you still have to cover those zones. Correct. You can't just sit there and be like, "I'm standing here. Here's no, he's not going to throw the football my way." And I understand yeah, it's there's not some all sit back. It's read and react. There's something to be said for not allowing Tyreek Hill or Waddle or any yep. of these guys to go chase to go sixty. But, but if Waddle's they go the perfect example four times, it still loses. But Waddle's uh, and if also we've the seen perfect from example Kill. of getting a ball that's yeah. four yards off the line of scrimmage right. and turning it so, into twenty. Uh, turning it into twenty. Look at the Tyreek. Look at like you know Tyreek Hill, and whether or not he's still maximum Tyreek Hill, I'm I'm pretty sh- damn sure he's still the fastest guy in the NFL with the ball in his hands. They find ways, even when you try to cover for this and think you have flooded the zone with available tacklers or warm football bodies, they can still find ways to hit cracks and seams and take seven into 70 for seven points. And especially when you don't have a lot of great athletes on the field. I'm sorry, 
But Malcolm Butler at this point in his career is not a great athlete. You're 30. You were never really a great athlete. That's part of the reason you were where you were coming into the NFL. He also made his he also made his hay playing man. Right. And that's the other thing I would say. Malcolm Butler is not known to be a zone corner. He's a man corner. Two of your cornerbacks that we're promoting as top three to four corners, Jonathan Jones and Malcolm Butler, have been at their at their best with the Patriots playing man. And not even and not even just the corners. Bill Belichick. When oh, he coaches a, defense, 100%. has always been, I'm going to man up and play defense. 100%. It's, he's never been a But he's also defender. always had a number one corner, and he no longer has a number one Very corner true. or anything yep. near it. Now, I will say the one thing I'm intrigued by, we should mention a couple others, uh, Marcus Jones, the returner slash right. cornerback, Another coming off multiple shoulder. corner, probably. <laughs> coming off multiple shoulder surgeries. I so don't think we see much of him at corner him, this year. Him is, and then, you know, Justin Bethel, special teamer. Mm, yeah. We need to mention Joan Williams, because Joan Williams is still on the roster as a failed second-round pick, a bigger That's... corner slash safety who is... Razai Dowling Part 2 Electric Boogaloo will be packing up his bag pretty soon. <laughs> well, I would argue, though, much worse, because Razai <laughs> Dowling dealt with injuries. Joan Williams just sucks. Yeah. I mean, when he got... So is this Duke the, the Dawson scorched, the, Andy, the no, burnt shadow... The burnt <laughs> shadow of Joan Williams that was left in the end zone at Highmark Field or New Era Field in that playoff debacle still exists. Like, they've had to try to paint it out of there. Yeah, like, he, he was just embarrassed in that playoff game, if anybody was. And I feel bad for, you know, saying he sucks, but he's been so disappointed. He's a nice guy. He seems like a smart yeah. guy. Size, athleticism. Mm-hmm. Just can't do the job that's required of him in the National that's, Football League. So, uh, can we all agree that this is... I mean, I guess we'll get to linebacker later in the week, and we can debate which sucks more and which is less. No, you know. this is number. This is absolutely number one of the eleven positional groups in terms of concern. Andy, a hundred percent. Kyrie Thompson did something uh, a little less than two weeks ago, ranking all the positional groupings on the Patriots from yep. one to eleven. So uh, this one did go to eleven. It was cornerbacks. Uh, also, it was the lead when I pinch it for you. Uh, for the third and final time on the Sunday 7 this week, it was all about the growing noise of people that continue to say, from Tommy Curran to ESPN and Pro Football Focus and beyond, people saying that easily the Patriots' most concerning positional group is corners. And when Shime and I filled in, Shime filled in wonderfully for you on a Saturday week and a half ago Thank on you. our show, Andy. Great job, great show. It was a good show. Thank you. Thanks to Kevin Durant for a lot of good fire that day. We had a great time. Shime was the first around town, at least, to posit that if anything holds back Mac Jones's development or the offense's development this year, it won't be Mac Jones. It probably won't even be the sort of cadre or the bizarre triumvirate of play callers and quarterback whispers. It'll likely be this defense led by this uh, substandard cornerback squad. And I think you could even make the argument probably that the linebackers are worse than this, but I, I, because of the value that cornerbacks and, and defensive backs have, I, I think that this is easily the most concerning. That was my point, is I actually think cornerback has more talent, but the nature of the beast that is the position in the it NFL, doesn't match up. It, it doesn't match up. It's going to get exposed. It'll be more of sort of a talking point on the airwaves, on these podcasts. So that's going to wrap up the cornerback position discussion, all that positivity that Fitzy promised. <laughs> Not sure I got <laughs> any of it. <laughs> he didn't even give me like a, oh, they're going to trade for Aqib Tlaib or you something didn't like even, that. You're wrapping up the segment before I even had a chance to like wonder aloud. We're 15 if any minutes in. That's okay. Sometimes we go long. and we too long. We let the editor oh, work God, his, work his magic. Don't worry about it, Andy. We figured it out while you were gone. We'll continue to figure it out together. The question is, 
going back to you pointing out that Bill Belichick always seems to operate best as a defensive play caller, signal caller, a guru, genius, etc. If having a number one cornerback is a priority and we don't see one anywhere on the horizon and we can only pray that Jack Jones develops into a good cornerback or a decent one this year, is there anybody out there that they could trade for during the offseason? I wanted them to, like, grab Casey Hayward. He went two for 11 or two for 13 yep. elsewhere. Is there anyone out there they could possibly reach out to uh, as a veteran presence to help this squad, or are they really just going to put it all in the linebackers and safeties and try to hide, if you will, the deficiency at corner all season? I have not seen anyone. I mean, to me, Casey Hayward doesn't even qualify. Like, that's a solid veteran corner, but that's not a number one corner. That's not... No. what he's had almost every year in the past when he's tried to build a defense around those types of guys, whether they drafted and developed, whether they traded for him, whether they signed him, they've found those guys. I don't see one. I mean, maybe Shime, you have a name you'd. So I'm just, I, I just my my first thought was okay. Let's take a look at you know who's going to be a free agent in 2023. Yeah. Um, but again, you're going to have to find a team that's not a playoff team, right? So if if New Orleans isn't going to end up being close to playoff it. teams, and, and right now they're pretty good, you, you're looking at guys like Marshawn Lattimore, Brand, Bradley like, Roby. Lattimore, like Lattimore has a contract, a but uh, mm-hmm. and then but like again, might be the best corner in football. Baltimore, Marcus Peters is going to be a free agent next year, but they're not going to trade him. They're going to be competing for a playoff spot, so it, it's hard because you have to look through all these different teams. I guess if San, if something happens in San Francisco, Trey Lance just stinks. Emmanuel Mosley could be available. Who I mean, he's not all that exciting, but he's probably right. better than what you have. So there's just there's not a ton of great names out there. There's all your there's a lot of just veteran guys. All the all the good guys are locked up in contracts. Right, as they hey, be. what if yeah. a guy like Jeff Okuda flames out even worse? And I know he had an Achilles injury in Detroit. Is that somebody just in case he falls out of favor with the kneecap riders? Is that somebody maybe that Belichick could uh, pull a classic oh, buy low and rehabilitate for more? Certainly. I, I don't think he would. Yeah, I don't think he would eliminate anybody. But it's, but it's not giving. He's not acquiring the legit number. Like every time he has a number one corner, as soon as they walk in the building, they're your number one corner. Whether it was Talib or Samuel or Ty Law or Darrell Revis or Stephon Gilmore, J.C. Jackson, or when he, J.C. Jackson, Gilmore led what to he J.C. Had Jackson to that point right. exactly. And and so every single time when they walked in the building, they were the number one corner. If you trade for Jeff Okuda. He he could end up being that guy, but again, you it's not day one. Yeah, this is our number and one. And I would corner. say if it is that perception, it's simply because you don't have corners. And he used to be a first round pick, that's <laughs> right? It. That's what I mean. Like yeah, he yeah. kind of the the cachet default. is yeah default number one corner. But there are corners that fall out of favor within you know scheme changes, sure. regime changes, Coaches, all the yeah. Like, the I name was of that really corner upset. that fell. The, I was really guy, upset that J- they didn't go get James Bradbury. Yep. Right. The the Giants, is that the guy? In, is that the oh the Bradbury Giants was with of, the Giants? Yes, yes and he, he left. Is, he might be one of the most underrated corners in football. Gets cut from the Giants because they're just trying to rebuild and cut money, and he goes and signs like a a nothing deal with the Eagles. And and, and I'm like, well, that's, now have that's, a loaded how, roster. How are you not going after a guy like that and just paying him anything you can to get him on your roster? Because that would have been a legit number one corner, and you could have pointed him and said, okay, this is one of my building blocks on defense. And who's the guy that was in? Jacksonville, and then he was released, uh, or he oh, was. Oh, C.J. Trained. Henderson. Yeah, he's not. I mean, like he has lines. some outside of football problems, I think, as yeah. well. And yep. it was the number nine overall pick that just never did anything. So, right. 
But that's that. what they're going to be on the the lookout for. Is yeah, an addition because that's the only way they're going to get it. And an addition with some baggage. I mean, Talib had baggage when he arrived, gun sure. shooting, and all these different things. Um, but yeah, th- there's no question. It's a position that lacks a number one starter. It lacks depth, talented depth, proven depth that could be an issue over the course of the season. And I feel like. While we'll be talking offense and Mac a lot, we'll be talking a lot about the cornerback position and maybe per, per te- potential trades and you know trade deadline and pursuit of talent even August September uh, into October. But that's going to wrap up the second to last, the penultimate. Uh, and unfortunately, we're not ending on high notes here because we finish up the no, cornerback position, and in our next episode, we will talk about the young guns and breakout potential of the linebacker spot. Woo. See, but you got—that's okay because if we if we if we hit them hard and we come in with lower expectations here, there's nowhere to go but up with corners and linebackers. Andy, see what I'm saying? That mm, is, I, things can always get worse. Sure. Uh, well, considering the day I've had, and look who I'm talking to, I understand. <laughs> Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.